why why not Rome? Rome is a place where art has always it's ever present. It's on, everywhere where you look. Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, a travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Hey, welcome back to Ciao Bella. Today I'm in Rome with Paulina Babeca, the director at large of Postmaster Gallery. Hey. Hello, everybody. Actually, it's Postmasters, isn't it plural? Postmasters, yes. Okay, I forgot the S at the end. Yes, after the masters. <laughs> well, I'm so, Postmasters, I'm so, I'm so, yes. I'm so happy to have you here, but I think everybody is going to be wondering what is Postmasters Gallery and why am I so excited about it? Well, uh, I can tell you a few things. Uh, so Postmasters Gallery is a gallery that was founded in uh, 1984 in New York City by Magda Sawon and Tomasz Banowicz, and they, uh, they are running the gallery in New York. I've been working with them since 2006 in New York, and then after more than 11 years, I moved to Rome and uh, we made uh, a, an agreement that I will start uh, the branch here, which is called Postmasters Roma. Uh, very appropriately because we are in Roma. <laughs> well, Postmasters, but everybody, you were very, very humble when you said Postmasters is one of the pioneering galleries in New York, which is a big deal. And it's contemporary art. Right, and it's also like been around for almost 40 years and very contemporary art. Uh, since uh, the very early 90s, they have been showing the dig dig digital art uh, and working with uh, artists that work uh, with net art, digital art internet, post-internet, all the internet-y things, um, and, uh, and also now NFTs, and, and that is something that we will get on the topic oh, in oh, a little while. Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so tell me, why, why Rome? Well, that is a good question. Why not, first of all? Uh, Postmasters also is a gallery that doesn't really follow the traditional ways of an art gallery. We kind of do what we want and uh, and we believe strongly in the program that we show so why why not rome rome is a place where art has always it's ever present it's on everywhere where you look so it's uh, maybe not the obvious choice maybe berlin or london paris would have been better if, if in terms of uh, the traditional gallery ways of expanding, but I think Rome has a beautiful, not only potential, it has a beautiful history to build from uh, the contemporary art uh, situation. Well, I think, I think it's, I was so happy when I found out that you guys were here because, um, like you said, it's not the obvious choice. I think a lot of people, when they come to Rome, um, are not coming to Rome for contemporary art. Um, exactly. They're coming for the ancients, they're coming for Baroque, Renaissance. Um, but there was a point in the late 60s and 70s that they were coming to Rome for contemporary art. Uh, it had right. a great scene and then it kind of died down. And I, 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 I love, as you know, because when I met you, I was like, I'm so happy to meet you and I love contemporary art. Yes, me too. And I fangirled you. Um, <laughs> but there, there was, you know, it's, it's, a small, it's a small scene here. Um, it's a small scene, but it's growing, and every single year I see more and more international galleries coming, art, more international artists coming, uh, Italian artists coming back from being outside of Italy. So the, the art scene here is growing 
every single day and, and everybody is very excited to see what, what more can we do over here. Tell us a little bit about where the gallery is, because that's the other choice. I, I, the first choice, the fact that you guys chose to come to Rome, I was like, yes, and surprise, but also the location. Well, the location, we are close to the Colosseum in Colloquio on Via Crescimbeni. 11 <laughs> if you want to find us and it's a it's a beautiful space because it's also not um, a traditional traditional place it's uh, l-shaped it's about 250 square meters it's pretty large and that uh, you guys are here because i know you're you're just behind via la picana yes and i know you're near <laughs> a temple to easy day which is uh in antiquity Okay, I'm, I'm not going to get this history correct, mm -hmm. but let's just say cultish, Egyptian cultish temple in antiquity. So that, that area historically, I mean, you're below the Anishinaabe, I mean, it's antiquity wise, it's, it's old. That's why, that's the other reason why I love that you're right there. Also, it's very close to where uh, really the Christian church has begun because uh, this palazzo was uh, given by king to the, the Catholic church to start building their um, beautiful basilica. I don't know, I, I don't remember what it's called exactly. You're talking Maybe about you can... the, the San Giovanni? Or... The San Giovanni, yes, yeah. exactly. Right down the street. I and, mean... and the Santa Scala, and, uh -huh. and it's literally the property of the Vatican over there. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, which is very also interesting. I mean, it is, so it's, it's so it's a different country. <laughs> it's, it's a different. I mean, it's, and it's really cool. Because I love that street because it's also I like the fact that it's just behind, it's just below Machinati, just above La Becana, behind the Colleopio. So we're like we're in ancient Rome. It's an, an, an ancient it's, Rome, exactly. But it's also a really modern street, and I think your building. I mean. That railroad kind of shape of mm -hmm. this long tunnel is—I don't know what it was. It's like it's like built into the, the, the hill. It's really cool. It's built in, inside the hill, exactly. And I don't know. Maybe it was uh, a place where they stored horses or the yeah. stables, or or maybe something else. I don't know. Back in the day, now it's a gallery, and uh, yes, it's a very special place. Uh, so when did you guys open it here? So well. And that is also quite complicated because uh, <laughs> when I first moved here, I did a few shows around uh, Rome in different places. And then I was asked to, uh, to do an exhibition together with this uh, amazing uh, curatorial duo um, uh, who actually had this space on Via Crescimbeni. They're oh. called the Orange Garden and they're really, really fantastic, cool guys, young, uh, super energetic and they wanted to do an exhibition that talks about the experience of, of being a, a woman and they asked me basically you know uh, we are two guys doing a show about women maybe that's not a great <laughs> idea so why don't you help us and let's do it together and and we did the show together and then they said that they wanted to basically ask if I wanted the space because they want to expand and do other things in in London and other places. And so, so it was kind of bestowed upon me oh, wow. by, by these two young Romans. Um, so I'm, I was very grateful to have that. And of course I jumped on the chance because the space is fantastic. It's uh, super high ceilings. The, uh, the space is very large, so very large. I mean, it's not so gigantic, but it's it's, it's a great gallery space. Let's but just, it's really let's great. Go for it. Yeah. yeah, it's really really great. So so that was that was that. And then uh, we managed to do three exhibitions, and then the pandemic hit, and so that was quite. Uh, 
I think quite my dog just snored on your lap. Yes. <laughs> She's so comfortable with you. Yes. She's sleeping over here. <clears throat> And so the pan after, well, during the pandemic, of course, we had to be closed and then it was uh, such a confusing time that uh, we did a couple of things uh, in, here in, in between. And then only last year uh, we started again, slowly, and we started with a show of Sarah Burns, a young artist from, from California. Now tell me, I mean, I know, I know it's probably, uh, again, we're, we're still just getting out of the pandemic, but what's programming like for you? Is it, you know, every two months? Are you changing shows every six months? Well, so now this is what we're trying to figure out after the pandemic to, to get back on track to doing a, a series scheduling that we will have shows every, every month and a half to every two months in okay. the exhibition. And so now we, in May 17th, we will open an exhibition of a, a Brazilian Canadian artist that is also uh, embedded into, into the Roman um, art scene, intellectual scene. Her name is Sheila Ribeiro, and the exhibition is uh, called Neither Geographical Nor National. And it's about, it's about, it's a show about places but places in terms of um, in terms of what what is a place really it could be a person it could be a feeling it could be uh, a location it could be a street it could be a color it could be fashion it could be it could be language and it's quite um, on time I think because at the moment we also don't know what our places where are we we were Space and places definitely yeah. become a lot more um, ephemeral, let's say. Absolutely, and so the show will be uh, consisting of collages, uh, small, beautiful, extraordinary collages, and uh, a film made from these collages. Oh, very cool. Uh, and it takes place in different places. <laughs> so, um, a question that my listeners might have is, can you just walk into your gallery? Do you have to make an appointment? How does that work? Yes, you can walk in when we are open, uh, so it's best to check on the website whether we have an exhibition. If we don't have an exhibition, then, then we are in between, so probably not, not much to see. Do you uh, have a, does Postmasters Rome have its own Instagram account, or is it part of the whole Yes, Facebook? we do. How would I, what, what's your Instagram profile? It's uh, Postmasters Roma. Hey, easy. Easy. So postmasters plural Roma. <laughs> so that's another great way just to, to see what you're doing, what you've done, and to find out what the shows are. Absolutely. We also uh, share what they are doing in New York and what our artists are doing all over the world. If they have a museum exhibition, we definitely share those uh, those news and images because we are very proud of them every time that they do something extraordinary. Well, one of the cool things was when I met you, you were an artist in residence who didn't have a show yet. Uh, and he was Nicola, working on Nicola Verlato, right? Yes, Nicola Verlato. And he was working, he took me to the back and you were like, he's working and this is his studio right now, so we're behind the scenes and I got to see some stuff not knowing what a big show would be. And you were telling me, oh, mm -hmm. he's going to have a show at the Tele di Tiziano, the Bax of Diocletian. And sure enough, last month they opened up this, I mean, first of all, we should also stress, when you told me that they were going to have it at Bax of Diocletian, I was like, are you kidding me? Because that is an incredible archaeological site. Mm -hmm. It's historic, which means it's not that easy to have a show, much less a contemporary art show in there. 
Absolutely, and he has been working uh, on this exhibition for a really long time, and so the fact that he made it happen is really incredible, and uh, it's uh, running through June 13th or July 13th. I have to check. Yeah, I have to check. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check. But that, that was that was really cool to be able to see like the fruit, the, you know, the fruition of the fruits. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> um, right, and so so the show is fantastic. It's in the Terme di Diocletiano, and it's it's all about Pasolini. Right now, we have the centennial of his birth, so uh, there's many events happening about Pasolini. But for Verlato, for Nicola Verlato, Pasolini has always been this uh, figure, interesting. Uh, person who who inspired him in many different ways. So the exhibition is about Pierpaolo Pasolini and specifically his last day on earth. And and so painting sculptures, uh, um, drawings and NFTs. We're going to talk about NFTs in one quick second, but you know, you just reminded me of something that I, I think is really cool about you is that you're not bound to your gallery in the sense that you create, you curate and create incredible shows for Postmasters for that beautiful space. Um, but you've also, you also, with like, for example, what was it in Palazzo Brancaccio, mm -hmm. you had a show. So are, what for you is, is that, are you doing, you know, what, what's life like for you artistically? Are you, are you, are you doing shows offsite? Are you doing, give us a little, you know, entry into the world of Paulina. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so as I said, the Postmasters Gallery is not very traditional in the sense that we do what we want to do, and I, I have a beautiful relationship with the, with the founders of the gallery, and so they uh, have entrusted me with this this Roman adventure. And here, what's, what I do for the gallery is I find new artists, we do uh, exhibitions, it's more of a project space in a way that that it, we are not bound by only showing the artists that we represent which we we also show here in Rome but i also am able to find artists and uh, and uh, have them in new york uh, and so, for example, with Nicola Verlato, we have made that possible that uh, he had had a solo exhibition in New York, uh, which was actually during the pandemic, which was very, very interesting. He wasn't able to go because uh, you couldn't go between, but his work was able to go to New York. And so also, uh, sometimes I, uh, I do curate other exhibitions outside uh, because it's always fun. The, the most fun that we have at our job is curating the exhibitions. This is, this is what really makes us uh, get up in the morning and uh, me just the same. It's when I'm doing an exhibition, I am the happiest person on earth. Oh, that is, that's such a great feeling. I like hearing that. It really is. Now, now I'm going to get into NFTs because <laughs> we dallied around it. So when I, when I met you, we were, it was great because what was the name of the artist at the show? It was, a, was it a Polish artist? Um, Where? Which show? At, at Postmasters, when I first met you, the, there were the big pieces. It was, oh yes, it was Radek Schlager. And, and then I, so the show was great and then we're walking through, you're like, I have an artist in the back. And then as I'm leaving, you're like, yeah, yeah, and Postmasters BC. I was like, what? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we do NFTs. And I, 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 to be honest, I mean, so I don't, I, I know Postmasters as a gallery in New York. I now know it as a gallery in Rome, but um, I don't know why. When you were like, yeah, we have a whole NFT thing, and I was just like, really? <laughs> it just kind of blew my mind. But you know, in doing a little research, you guys have, um, and you you told me Kevin McCoy was the one. I guess he set up he set it up with you. 
Well, uh, Kevin McCoy, he is, we have been working with Jennifer and Kevin McCoy for the past 20 years or more. We have done many, many exhibitions with them. So before he ever created the first NFT. Absolutely, exactly. And in 2013, uh, he started this company called uh, Monograph. And it was, the, the purpose was to put an artwork, well, to explore the art world and blockchain together. And so Kevin put wow. his artwork and animation on the blockchain in 2014 at a conference and and it was the first time that it was ever uh, done so this this was literally the first nft ever ever created that first artwork on blockchain and it was uh, sold last year at sotheby's for about a million and a half which is which is great and uh, also yes yeah, so we work with kevin and, <clears throat> and jennifer and then you have, I think, about 30 artists that um, on the Postmasters block BC site, correct? Right, the postmastersblockchain.com, <laughs> Postmasters BC. Uh, we have artists that we have been working with for decades. We have artists that we have just started working with uh, that are NFT artists. We have artists that were digital artists. We have artists that have created digital works um, okay. in the 90s before anything happened. Uh, and so, you know, the, the thing about the NFT actually is that, that it is a tool. It's, there's no NFT art. Okay, okay, yeah. Because we need to, for the people yes. who can't wrap their heads around it, which is sometimes me at times, um, my first question is just is, can any, okay. No, I'm not going to interrupt you again. I know what an NFT is, and what an NFT for me is basically like the authentication of digital, uh, sorry, the authentication, authentication, that's my teeth talking, <laughs> of, of ownership, like validated through blockchain, is that correct? Basically, yes, exactly, it's, it's uh, the authentication of the transaction of basically it's it's a certificate of authenticity but on blockchain so it cannot be altered uh, you see exactly specifically who has the actual piece it is attached to a smart contract that that tells you the terms and conditions and what can happen you can put anything in your smart contract as well and for when example, anything. I mean, if uh, somebody wants to sell an artwork and then the buyer and then says that the buyer has the right to have dinner with, with the artist, that could be in the contract and that's, and that's that. So you can, it could be the artwork, it could be the artwork plus something, it could be literally anything, but it's there. So it's, it's, it's there, visible online by everybody. And uh, when it, the ownership gets passed, passed down to the next owner that's recorded as well and nobody can alter it so so it really is a really wonderful tool there is no nft art because the nft is a tool it's there's no certificate of authenticity art i mean so, maybe yes but that's a conceptual artwork so i think that that's the thing that people try to wrap their heads around i think maybe you know like a lot of people say to me you know nfts are like well they don't board ape Right. You know, they, they know the images, like they, they look at NFTs and they automatically assume it has to be like this hyper digital image. It doesn't have to be. You can NFT also your uh, the glass of water. You can NFT your. You can NFT a concept. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yes, you can NFT anything. It really boils down to this uh, contract and and uh, and that's what it is. There 
So NFTs for me is a tool and so you can attach it to any digital work and that I think it gives more confidence to buyers that it cannot be reproduced or at least that they own the original file. Which so, so, so conceivably, just sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt, but so conceivably like you can own a digital file of X artwork. Mm -hmm. You can give me a copy, you can like send me an email of it, right? Right. So I have a copy of it, but, right. but I, and even though I have it, it's not mine. It's not yours. Okay. and. And it protects me as the owner because I'm the only one who can sell it because this NFT is attached to, to this file. And, and it's attached to my wallet, which has a specific address and you can trace it back to me. And then if somebody else tries to do it, you can verify the file, whether it's the original or not, and, and whether the file is, is that particular one that lives in certain place that is specified by this contract so it's so it's um, it's it's really a, a tool for safekeeping i believe okay <laughs> that's that that's like the basic way of understanding it for me also do you have to work in digital art to make an nft no absolutely not you can, you can, as I said before, you can NFT anything. So you right. can NFT your sculpture, you can NFT something. But, but then the processes are a little bit different because then that it has to be specified in the contract that this, the NFT is not the image of the, of the, of the piece, but it's the actual piece. That it has to come with a physical piece. So it's all, it's okay, all written okay. in there. It's all written in there. And, but I think it's a fantastic tool for digital art, specifically where all the worries of reproduction have have been prohibiting people from from collecting. Ah, interesting. No, I think that's great, actually. It's kind of like with photographs back in the day that people were like, well, everybody can make a print of it. Well, yes and no. No, you're absolutely right. I, it's it's. And I, I think I think the hard thing with NFTs is I think you know I find the whole thing fascinating because for me it's conceptual art. In, in, its, mm -hmm. in, in a super 21st century, even 22nd century way of looking at things. Right. And it, and it does require you know, a leap of faith, so to speak. And, and when I say leap of faith, sorry, I'm thinking specifically of Eve Klein when he did jump into the void. It requires right. the jump into the void. <laughs> right. right. You know? And which if nobody knows what that is, please Google it. <laughs> yes. Which is also a photographic manipulation. It's, it's, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's, there's, there's a humor level to it. Like, mm -hmm. um, but it's also, you know, it's conceptual, it's, it's, I, but I, I do think it really helps artists as well to understand the value that they put into their work. Yes, for sure. Uh, I wanted to also say that there are many different, um, I don't want to say levels, but the different kind of camps of NFT world, okay. basically. And so there's these bored apes and then there's also digital art that originally is digital art basically from the beginning not created for the nft market but the nft is attached to it for for the safekeeping yeah it's created for the technology and <coughs> now retrospective retroactively to some right. degree and so so there's different different levels and so what we are trying to to accomplish we actually started the postmasters blockchain last year in may 2021 oh, I think so, it was already, so it was already well Tomasz has been working on it for, for many, for a long time. 
to create a platform because our platform we are able to mint our own nfts so we have the technology to mint it and to make the smart okay, contract so, so this, so is, this is special so, so that's the other thing that i think you know that that term mint you know it's it's not quite as simple as putting it up on your computer because right. you're talking about blockchain technology which is essentially what cryptocurrency is run off of and so that takes a certain level of computing and a certain amount of systems Right, and so that, that is something that we are very proud of because our contracts and our minting processes um, are actually safer for the collectors and the artists and us and everybody around because from, from the beginning of the, having these conversations uh, about NFTs, things have been starting to pop out from these other platforms that could be quite sneaky and I don't really want to get into it. It's, it's research to be done uh, for everybody. But there are little catches like, like uh, the platforms uh, retaining copy, copyright, mm -hmm. copyrights, um, <clears throat> which was an issue back in the day and I, I'm not sure how it ha has resolved itself at the moment. But when you sell an artwork, when you own an artwork by an artist, the artist always keeps the copyrights. Yep which is very important and so for that to to pass on to a platform uh, that that is absolutely unbelievable that that doesn't happen with us for example um <clears throat> and so we specifically have created these uh, contracts you can you can if you go on our website the postmastersblockchain.com there is a link to the contract to the standard contract oh, that, really? that we have um <clears throat> so you can you can literally see what is inside the contract and it can be modified uh, in any way that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize you could do that. I mean, I've, I've been on the site and I've been looking at the artwork and I'm looking at the artists because I think, you know, um, I am, I am, and I hate to say this, I am a traditionalist. I don't know if that's the right word when it comes to art. I like physical. Huh. Um, so, but I love conceptual art, but I do have to say like, you know, given the opportunity to have an NFT versus, I don't know. I mean, it brings, it, well, there's a lot of conversations. Absolutely, no, it's very interesting because I also think that <clears throat> now that uh, Postmasters in New York, they've opened an exhibition of uh, Olive Allen and she is a NFT native, let's oh. say. And <clears throat> the, the show's title is Welcome to the Metaverse. And so the gallery space became the metaverse IRL. It, so, it, it, so it's kind of passing on to the real life experiment, exp, like experience uh, of the metaverse of what it could be. <clears throat> and um, so, so the so the space literally is painted as if you went went inside the the metaverse but what is really a metaverse and who is it for and why why is it there it's just a world full of uh, full of uh, possibilities and in infinite possibilities um but then again what it will become is it going to become just another place that corporations are telling you to be inside and selling you things that you don't really need what is it and so by going into the gallery which took over the whole space and the gallery in new york is gigantic it's like 4500 square feet uh, of the metaverse and so it's a kind of a gamified experience uh, when you walk into the gallery so um, oh, this is, this so sounds like a lot of fun. So it's a lot of fun. There's giant teddy bear and very small little bears and, and uh, of course, NFTs and uh, creations of Olive Allen, who is, who is um, 
an extraordinary artist. And she made headlines recently where she burned her Russian passport in front of the Russian embassy in, the, in New York mm -hmm. and NFT'd that. <laughs> and That's sold it uh, in hopes to, well, for, for aid for Ukraine. So that was uh, the recent thing she did. And so she is a, she is a very, very bright and, and extraordinary artist that is a digital, uh, NFT native, as, as we can call her. You know what I love about talking to you is that, um, you know, earlier you said Rome and contemporary, there's so many possibilities and potential here, mm -hmm. and you're already seeing it. And, and hearing that, that's what I, what I hear from you, just talking about what Postmasters is doing, what Postmasters is doing here. And I really think it's great because I think it's a dynamic of the city that, again, we said earlier, is as of yet undiscovered, or not even undiscovered, it's just a dynamic of the city that's for whatever reasons, is it in the forefront? Um, and, it's, and it's great nice. that you guys would bring it to the forefront. Now, I want to ask you, because um, mm -hmm. we can't just talk about Postmasters, I just want to ask you, what are some of the galleries you like in Rome that you would suggest our listeners, if they're coming, they're going to go to Postmasters, they're going to make sure it's open, um, but what else? Where, what galleries would you like to check out? Or what so there are a few galleries that I really like, and I try to go to all the shows, or some of the shows, as I can. So one of the galleries is Monitor Gallery, and uh, they they always do wonderful exhibitions and they are in the city center. There is a young gallery called White Noise, which is literally across the street from you. Um, is it the one of the Specky? I don't know the street name, but it's a very small little gallery and they are they're always bringing bringing very nice very nice young artists as well. So I really wish wish them well. And um, and also the museums here are very exceptional. The the show that I just saw, the Palazzo delle Esposizioni, it's all about ah. video art. And I video, to ask you about that. It's yeah. a really fantastic exhibition, it really is. And uh, with wonderful artists, uh, historic artists as well, um, like uh, Studio Azzurro, Donato Piccolo, there's many others. Oh, really? many other artists over there and, and there are works that are absolutely mesmerizing that you you are stunned that they were made in the 80s because they could have made, been made now and they they, they have this extraordinary um, effect on you so so that that is always a great place to see I, I love the space of Plastic yes I, I, I love I think there are many exhibitions that should be held there that I envision in my head. Yes, and they are very daring also. Um, in, during the pandemic, Miltos Manetas, uh, who is an artist that is based in Rome, he's from Greece, also based in Colombia, he is also an internet, internet artist. In the 90s, he made a, a giant career uh, with uh, his internet paintings. And uh, we also worked with him. Actually, we, uh, Magda and Tomas in New York, they showed him in the 90s. Oh, uh, wow. So, so we have a long history with him as well. I saw him on the NFTs as well. And he is on the NFTs, exactly. And I, I used to see him around a lot of the macro in Rome. Exactly, and also he had a show in Maxi and at the Palazzo yeah. Exposizioni, they, they let him do an exhibition um, about Assange during the pandemic. Ah. And so the show was, uh, was uh, in the Palazzo Exposizioni, but you couldn't go inside. 
because Assange is in jail, so so the, also the art is in jail, and but you couldn't see funny. it, and you could only see it through um, through Miltosh's experience. That's pretty funny. And so I really appreciate that space that they they are daring and and they and they do extraordinary things. Well, okay. So white noise, plastic exterior, monitor. I mean, there are so many. And so, so many. I'm I mean, so glad. Thank you. Thank you for sharing <laughs> the ones that you like. Absolutely yes. I mean, there's so many more, uh, but. Well, yeah. We can just, there are tons and tons, and I'm so and I and I think that that is I mean to discover a bit. I'm right. glad to, to hear the ones that you've shown out, that shown out. Right, and also magazine. <laughs> I don't know what language you're speaking. <laughs> There's also magazine, that's always one choice. Did magazine open something in Venice? I thought this they, they did collaborate on something. Okay. And they, they definitely were supporters of something, which I don't remember. Because I, I got this email, and I was like, oh, is that magazine from Rome? Oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. And of course, Volcan O'Neill, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, there's a but I mean look, there are tons of great galleries. My favorite space, I will say, is I, I just I love the Gallery of Nazionale. Right. Because I'm I'm like obsessed with the architecture and I like how um has, you know, reconfigured the um the whole collection. And the, the, the most yes, important thing I love is, that place. Exactly. It's, but the most important thing is and this is what why I wanted you to speak with me to begin with, is but there is a lot of contemporary art to see in Rome. There's a lot of modern art, and there's a lot of great. There's a contemporary art scene here. Well, you have to start with the Maxi first of all. I mean, it's the museum for contemporary art. Exactly. And and what they do is fantastic. And they are in the metaverse. Huh. They literally are. They have another place uh, for Maxi. And I always make a mistake with what the name is. It's outside of Rome. L'Aquila. L'Aquila, exactly. And they have put that building into the metaverse. So you can, you can, I can send you a link also to it that you could go inside. Oh yeah, please. Go inside and see the facade, the beautiful facade of this uh, space. And and uh, for me, it's absolutely exceptional that that they are very very interested. And of course, this is. Bartolomeo Pietro Marchi that is uh, heading the way into the metaverse for the Maxi, which I am very very happy to 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 know that 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 there are people here in Rome. You would think that yes, ancient Rome. What what does it have to do with the metaverse? But it turns out everything. Well, thank you so much for bringing postmasters here, and thank you for coming and joining me. In this well, thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. I'm very well, happy. We'll, we'll do this again. Okay, wonderful. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. 